was starting out in real estate, I learned pretty quickly that there's a huge difference between knowledge and experience, between earning your license and actually being an expert in your craft. In fact, every one of the agents and brokers that I've interviewed have had a similar story of realizing that at some point along the line, they knew plenty about real estate, but next to nothing about running a business in real estate. That's where Lee Davenport comes in. As a former agent and broker in Atlanta, Lee faced the exact same hard truths when she was starting out, that it's, it's really challenging. You may have a love of the field and a love of people and be able to attract clients, but business is an altogether different animal. Today, as a leading real estate coach, Lee has made it her mission to fill that gap and help her clients develop the skills they need to do the real estate work of marketing and managing their business. In this interview, Lee explains why success begins with knowing what sets you apart and why hiring outside help is actually one of the smartest decisions an agent can make. Hello, I'm Chris Kraft. I'm the founder of Now Media. I'm Shay Hada with Berkshire Hathaway Koenig Rubloff. Hi, this is Lee Davenport and you're listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Genius Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes with the most brilliant real estate professionals and brands to uncover the latest digital marketing tools and tricks for your online arsenal. Now, here are your hosts, Seth Price and Matt Barbet. Lee Davenport, so excited to have you on the show. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day. Of course. Thanks for having me, Seth. Um, so... I have watched you and your content creation and sort of what you do helping agents and brokers. You know, that I think the thing that I didn't know was that you were also a producing agent for quite some time. I'd love to hear what you do today. Like what's your what's your business like and what do you focus on? So today I am really solely on the training and coaching side, although I still get a ton of buyer and seller leads. So because of that, I feel that I have somewhat of a team. It's a hodgepodge, <laughs> <laughs> but I send everything. So I don't actually deal directly with buyers and well, I do if there's an issue, I'll say that. But as far as being the person that's driving around, putting signs out, I don't do that side of it anymore. Not because it's too I'm too good or anything like that. But I just don't have the time with the training schedule, especially when I am traveling from different parts of the country. So with that, I'm more of the marketer for our team, as well as, I guess, the fire fighter if something happens wrong. <laughs> well, I think we all need that, right? We need a firefighter <laughs> and we need someone who's the rainmaker. Right. Is that something that, you know, I feel like everyone's got this this Venn diagram of, you know, what they're good at, what their passion is and what actually, you know, rings the bell of making money. Um, is that something that you've always gravitated to? You know, I will say it is. It's funny you would even ask me that question because I was thinking about this the other day and I can go back to like elementary school days and being the little teacher's helper and training and trying to tell other students how to do things. So I look back on that and I'm like, I guess that this has been my bent and I've just kind of 
shifted to it no matter what career I'm in. And so now when you think about training, you're training your own team and you also train a bunch of folks that are looking to level up their business. How how does that break down? Yes. So as far as my, the agents I work with um, directly, my team, we don't have as structured of a training as we, I wouldn't say even need to, we just don't have a structured training. It really is more of a, Hey, this is the issue because they're experienced. They, well, I'll say this, they've all been in the business longer than my actual years on this earth. So they are not, (laughs) (laughs) but they have been, um, not put out of the market by new technology, but it's harder for them. You know, it's like, I'm older. I don't really want to learn something new. Yeah. So that's kind of why we all fit. So I definitely don't demean them. I don't ever want to be disrespectful and sound like I have it all together when they really have been in the business so long. So we only really connect if there's an issue where maybe they're dealing with the millennial and they're like, these are your people deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) So as far as the team, it's, it's more of a, again, just, here's a specific situation. Let's discuss it. And coaching and training, I do that at a lot of different offices and now even realtor associations. And with that, that focus is more on agents that are saying, hey, either I'm brand new or I'm jumping back in and I don't really get this whole using my business on social media, using my business in today's world and society. So that's where I've kind of made that one of my passions is helping people be proficient, Uh be salesy, not be, you know, I I hate when we come across as um, disingenuous and like we are really just trying to make a buck. It shouldn't be that way. So that's my goal is to help people be a part of our industry in a way where it just adds credibility to our industry. So let's dive into the, the new agent piece, because I'm, I'm really curious what you're seeing. Well, one, what are you seeing as some of the biggest challenges when folks, you know, they get their license, they get to hang their, their license under the aegis of some broker uh, or some brokerage or some brand. And then what? So funny enough, I actually, just a half an hour before our time together today, I was speaking with an agent. Um, She's not new, new, meaning like under a year. She's been doing this now for about two years, but that's still fairly new. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned how, you know, her biggest thing is that her office, which shall remain nameless, her office is not that big into training, but they will push different products, different vendors and so forth. So they don't really offer anything to help them grow their business. And most people find this out. I know, you know, some states are different. I know Texas probably has the most involved curriculum for training an agent, but even still, I know it's lacking. But in other states, like here in Georgia, you are not going to, in your pre-licensed classes, learn how to grow your business. You will learn real estate law. You will understand things like that, but you won't learn how to market yourself, how to find leads, how to convert those leads. And that's where 
I had a personal problem when I got into the industry. So it has become kind of like my quest to fill that gap so that people don't have to. I stumbled for many years. Well, not many years, excuse me, many months during the recession. I got started in the recession, stumbled for many months. And that was the wrong time to not really have traction and know what you're doing. So I don't want that for anyone, even though we're in a better market now. Tell me what are the things that, so let's say I go through and I'm a new agent. I've been an agent for a year or two years. What should I be asking for? Cause I think that, you know, asking questions is something that we don't often do. We're sort of like, Oh, I need to be, you know, doing production. I need, I need sellers so I can have signs up. I need, you know, I need leads. I need more leads. Like that's tends to be a mantra, (laughs) but what should people actually be doing to build their foundation? Yeah. So first and foremost, I love for new agents and really all agents to focus on what do I bring to the table? So the first question starts with yourself. What do you bring to the table that's different from anyone else that sets you apart? And that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Also, I would want the agent to reflect on what are they comfortable doing and using as far as are they comfortable online, offline? Are they great at networking? Are they great at cold calling? It's so many different ways to grow your business. But I think first and foremost, you have to know your own personality. Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, that's a, the first thing that you said is sort of a hard thing to say. It's like, hey, we all sell the same inventory. Right. And I don't want to say buyers and sellers are all the same, but I mean, at the end, it, there's a purchase and sale that that happens and some transaction goes forth with a property. How does one be different in that environment? Yeah. And that, truthfully, Seth, that is the million dollar question for most agents. And the, the key is to look at your skill sets, your background, your educational background, your hobbies, your interests. I I really like for each and every agent to evaluate what makes them unique. Mm -hmm. And that very key can lead to the sphere of influence that would most readily be receptive to what you have to say, how you have to say it. And that's the great thing I think about our industry is even though just as realtors, not even looking at the number of real estate agents, but as realtors, there are a million in this country. Well, I guess it's over a million now. now. And when you think about that, you're like, okay, there's no way I can stand out in that crowd. How can you? But we can because no two people has the same footprint. We don't have, we didn't go to the same exact same schools. We didn't have the same upbringing. We don't have the same skill set. And those are the very things that if we can pull those out, we can use that to connect with people because that's really the key. What's the thing that's going to help people connect with you? And, you know, sometimes it can be as simple as we went to the same school and we love the same college football it's weird that it could be that simple or it could be something more involved, such as, you know, I have a CP. I'm not not me, but as an example, I have a CPA um, background and I can market to all CPAs that are looking to build their wealth with real estate. So there's a lot. And I think it comes down to understanding and assessing that. And with everyone I work with, I actually have them complete an assessment regarding that because I want to know 
all of the different things that have brought them to this point, this crossroads in their life? And then how can we take those different things to now use them to market them? So really, for no two people do I actually have the exact same plan. There's a lot of pieces that are the same, such as, you know, maybe we'll have a social media strategy for them. Or maybe, again, it might be they're more of a extroverted in your face person. So we'll have a plan for them to market and network at different events. But who we market to and how we market to them is going to be based upon who they are, who that agent is. Yep. That, ma- that makes complete sense. I mean, you do a lot of writing and training about technology. Um, what do you think is the biggest challenge that professionals in this space face with technology? Really, I believe it is trying to keep up. I think that's where I've seen a lot of people get burned out because what we can do, unfortunately, we can do several different things. We can either chase every new technology and never settle on one thing to become proficient in it, Mm -hmm. or we can become frustrated and not use anything, which still can hurt us because there are technologies that can help us streamline and be more efficient in what we're doing. And then there's also the you know, we're using something, but maybe it is antiquated. And again, it's working against us as opposed to helping us. So I feel like there's so much out there, even just trying to filter through that. That's where we come in because you guys do a great job at that as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that really is always interesting to me with, with all businesses. So there's this, I call it an infancy of a business where the tools are readily available. They're fairly inexpensive, but the stats are pretty consistent that most people use, you know, less than 10% of their CRM. So if you're going to say, Hey, that's the core of how I keep in touch with all of my people and you're still managing via Gmail or Outlook or whatever the, the mail client that you use, like that's a huge problem. If that is your money, like each one of those names represents the potential of, yes. of a closing. And yet it's sort of willy nilly how we communicate with them. Right. How do, how do you, how do you break someone of that? Because I feel like when I watch, so I coach lots of businesses, not always in real estate. So some of them are startups and some of them are, you know, pre-existing companies um, that are much larger. There's still this inertia or maybe it's just like overwhelm where people are like, yeah, that sounds great. I love it. I've got a social media strategy. You just wrote it out for me. And then they just walk away from it. Like they don't, <laughs> they, they file it somewhere right? and it's not being used. Like what's the fire that's required to get someone to do what they need to do? I am a big proponent of either outsourcing or hiring. And so during the assessment phase, I will look at people and if I if I get from their answers that, hey, all of that stuff is cool to me, but maybe I have four children at home or mm-hmm. I'm in school or I'm just not focused. I have ADD, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is. When I come across that, I really do emphasize hire, get a virtual assistant so it's easy or if they already have staff, because sometimes I'm connecting with people that are either brokers or they're team leaders. And so they have a staff and the staff 
is just kind of twiddling their thumbs and not doing working to their capacity. So I like to play to your strengths. I really do. I like when we all play to our strengths. So add people to your team that can help take on some of the things such as maximizing the full use of the CRM. And is that something that you help folks do? Like, do you, like how deep down the rabbit hole do you go? Do you log into their CRM with them or you tell them how to use it? What's, what's the process there? I have done that. I've even in two of my clients, I've actually done the hiring for them. I took it on because they were just looking at me like a deer in the headlight. Like that sounds great. Hiring somebody sounds great, but I can't even find the time to brush my teeth, let alone try to hire someone. So I've taken that on. I don't want to do that though. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, that's definitely in the weeds. But I exactly. But I did. I recognize even in those two instances that, you know, with our different personality types and the fact that a lot of times we have allowed ourselves to take on too much too soon. And then we get to a point where we need the help, but we're so far entrenched in everything. We can't even come up for air. So part of that is. Now I try to help agents identify once they get to certain numbers, they need to start evaluating growing a team. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So I want to shift gears slightly because I think you probably have some insight on this thing that I've been thinking about is when you meet people that are one thinking about training or maybe certainly asking for help, can you look at them and sort of get a sense of who's going to be successful and who's not? I think the only thing that it becomes a red flag for me on their success is work ethic. I'm a big believer that every personality type can succeed in real estate sales. Um, I'm actually working on my doctoral dissertation regarding that. I really do believe that. But I do think the the dividing line comes in if we don't really want it bad enough. Oh, this is great. Okay. So if you were to say, like, what are the three things, what are the attributes that a person needs to have? Forget that they need to know all this other stuff. Let's put that on the side, but what do they need to have? So you've already indicated they need to have work ethic. What are the other things that they need to have to, to come to the table, to have the potential to be successful? Thank you. I, you know, I was talking with another client about this yesterday. This She's a broker and she um, is trying to hire some agents. And this is exactly what we were talking about. The second thing we, she and I discussed, and I think it's relevant, is they need to be resourceful. I, I really believe in our industry, just because someone didn't spoon feed it to you, you've got to be able to go out and find it. It's out there. We, you know, we're in the information age it's rare that you can't find something that you need. So go find it. It's no excuse. I think she mentioned how an agent sat in a training class of hers and then I guess she went on vacation. The broker went on vacation. The agent was supposed to connect with the client, but did not because the broker wasn't there and she wanted to ask her the question. But the answer was something very simplistic that if she had Googled it, it would have been on the first page in two seconds. Yeah. And that's disappointing. 
And that's something where it can be taught. You can teach people about that, but I'd like to see people just have that already built in. So resourcefulness. The third one would really be, um, we talked about this too, ethics or integrity. I think in our industry, that is a very critical skill because the general public already looks at us with a side eye, Mm -hmm. like, hmm, can I really trust you? Yeah. If you can be someone that is above board in everything you do, people respect that. And that helps you build a fan base among people that will refer you to their friends, family and so forth. Yeah. So I want to switch gears and talk a little bit about content marketing, because, well, one, you're clearly a big believer in it. You create a lot of content. You maintain a blog. You've written for The Huffington Post, Realtor Magazine, Inman. How are you able to keep up that cadence? <laughs> so I try to take my own advice. You know, I think we're all, <laughs> we can all unfortunately do that. I remember I had a hairdresser. She made sure we all looked great, but her hair was always horrible. And, you know, you know, it's weird when that happens. Yeah. So I try to take my own advice. I believe in playing to my strengths and delegating as much as I possibly can. So I do have an assistant who handles a lot of my repurposing of my content. I write everything myself. Mm -hmm. I like to write. So for me, it's not actually a chore for me to write, but it is a chore in sending it out and getting it, you know, getting HuffPost to read it or whatever. So she does that part for me. That's great. You know, we, we talk so much about how important content is, but it seems like a lot of people are reluctant to you know, actually do the work. Maybe it's the work ethic piece, or maybe it's just not seeing the opportunity. What would you say to those folks to convince them to take the step? Is it really worth it? It's so worth it. And especially for new agents, I recall as a new agent, as well as I still hear this from new agents, you're intimidated in a new industry. Mm-hmm. And so what a lot of times we don't realize is the best way to become an expert is to immerse yourself in it and write about it. Or again, it doesn't have to be writing because everybody doesn't like to write, but maybe you love being on the camera or even like what you're doing, a podcast. There's so many different ways, but if you can start handling the content, that's the key. Get get it in your hand and massage it with your thoughts, your take on it, and then send it back out. Mm. That makes complete sense. I hadn't thought about it from that perspective, which is, I can certainly see it now when you say it, is I have learned so much by writing. It's not necessarily why I wrote, but you are forced to do a ton of research. You are forced to read so much if you're going to you know, pretend that you're an expert on something, you better darn well do your research. So your <laughs> pretending is, is really on point. Right. I love that. It's, it's the fastest way, especially if an agent is trying to become an expert and the most known in a particular subdivision or community, the best way to do it is immerse yourself in it. Yeah. Then when you have to put it back out to others, you do, you do research, you do have to massage it a lot more so that it's intelligible and, Mm. you know, other people like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of skills involved. So let's shift our focus a little bit to brokers. Um, so I, I hear this a lot 
with brokers that are trying to figure out how to scale. And it's that, that moment or that time period where they're going from being fully immersed into in production because that's what pays the bills to getting to the point where they're really trying to scale and they can't do both. What, what should someone be thinking when they're going through that transition? You know, um, that is a hard time. I, I recall that when I was a managing broker at a local Remax office, they, I was producing at that point, we were still at, at the tail end of the recession and they said, well, if you're going to be our managing broker, you've got to stop selling. And that's like a gut punch. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Well, then forget about it. But <laughs> I wanted the opportunity. And, you know, if someone's the broker owner, they may not have a choice. It's one or the other. If you want to really grow your office, then you may have to walk away from the team or vice versa. I think it does come back to a little bit of what we were saying earlier about hiring. Mm-hmm. You either have to, and I chose to focus on the management of the office side while hire or, you know, having a team. So hiring a team, that's where I first got comfortable with having a team, depending on how the broker is wired. He or she may hate coming out of the field, may hate not being connected with the buyer and the seller. So that means they have to hire management to help or vice versa. They can stay in the management role and hire people to work their clientele. But we really have to be willing to grow our teams with the right people that can help us do more. We can't do it all without passing out. You can't do it all. You mean you really can't do it all by yourself? <laughs> I, you know, I think in my brain, I think I can, and I think most of us think we can, but then when we're in the hospital or something, then we realize our frailty. Yes. The reality sets in. Um, Lee, this has been a great conversation. I'd love for you to share where people can find out more about you. Thanks, Seth. And I've enjoyed this. Um, I can be reached whether on my website, Instagram is my favorite or Facebook, and they all have the same handle. It's just learn with Lee and my Lee is spelled L-E-E. Some people, I like L-E-I-G-H, but I was named after my granddad. So it's just L-E-E dot realtor. So it's learn with Lee dot realtor. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Seth. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. If you like what you've heard, be sure to write us a review on the iTunes store. For our full episode archive and access to exclusive bonus content, visit us online at playster.com slash podcast. If you have feedback about Marketing Genius or want to suggest topics and guests for future shows, drop us a line at podcast at playster.com. Don't settle for mediocre marketing. Become a marketing genius and start growing your real estate business online. The Marketing Genius Podcast is brought to you by Playster, the digital marketing platform for real estate professionals, brands, and organizations of all kinds. With beautiful websites, lead management tools, marketing automation, and an academy featuring the latest tools and tips, Playster offers real estate professionals everything they need to succeed online. Learn more at Playster.com.